Good morning. Permit me, please, to open with a few verses of scripture. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe thou this? Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Sister Martha Pinder believed, trusted in her God. She loved her family. She loved her husband, Thomas. I've once in my life I went to visit with her and she didn't talk about him. That was a few weeks ago. But every other time from his death, she would, we would find something to say about him. She loved him with all of her, her heart. I just want you to know that on behalf of the senior pastor of this church, Pastor Rob and the elders, the deacons and the members, we would like to extend to all of you our sincere Christian condolences. And we want you to know that you are indeed in our prayers. I'd like to say just a few words about Sister Martha. I really appreciate her husband, but when he died suddenly, I find myself connecting with Sister Martha. She was always so faithful. As she came and sat right at the back, she was my neighbor, I'm a backbencher and she always sat on the opposite side of me. And I would always go over and speak to her and encourage her. And as I said already, I visited with her over and over and over again. And she indeed had a love for her master, her Lord her children, and also her husband. 
But what challenged me most was over the years, she, every Christmas, she had a special cake she baked for me. And believe it or not, if I went off during the Christmas, whenever I came back, it was frozen for me. And she would tell me, Pastor Arnett, you went off before I got it ready, but it's there. And I'm going to miss Sister Martha. And I don't want it to sound too bad, but I'm going to miss that special cake on Christmas as well. I want to remind you, though, that God is in control. And we pray that each day you will find more grace as you wait on the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, this morning, as we pause remembering Sister Martha Pinder, your child, one who loves you, oh, loved you dearly. We know that she is absent from the body and is present with the Lord. We know also that she has left a legacy. And we know that you are a gracious, loving, caring, compassionate Heavenly Father. And you have been touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Lord, you, you showed your compassion when you stood at the grave of Lazarus. And I know even now, O oh God, she is present with you, but there are those of us who will always keep her in our hearts. Lord, I just ask that you will give grace, you will give wisdom, you will give comfort to each and every one of our family and friends. Lord, that whatever is done in this service and for the rest of our lives, we will always remember the life of your child, Sister Martha. Be glorified in this homegoing service today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We invite you now to please stand as we sing our opening hymn of assurance. And the immediate family have the choice of standing or sitting on this one. But it's a truth that we who know Jesus Christ as our Savior, we can praise him in the sad moments as well as the glad moments. And uh, this truly is a hymn of assurance, one of, of praise and rejoicing in the hope that is found only in Jesus Christ whom Sister Martha knew and served. Let's sing this opening hymn of praise then with assurance, blessed assurance.
Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day Submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending bring from above echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. Submission, all is at rest. I in my Savior, I'm happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above, filled with His Be seated. Good morning. I can attest to what Pastor Ornette said concerning Sister Martha. Yes, she sat right in the back to, to her right here, that last bench. And she was one of the first person that you meet when you step in Calvary Bible Church. She was there. I would go and say, Sister Martha, so glad to see you. How are you today? She would say, thank God for life. Thank God that I'm here. You know, 
and uh, she'll be missed. And I told the pastors, I remind the pastors in the pastor's office just a while ago, that this is the third funeral in five days here at Calvary Bible Church. Now comes the question, who will be the next? Sister Martha was ready. The other two that we had were all ready. And this morning I know that they are rejoicing in the presence of the angel of God, according to the word of God, which says to be absent from the body is to be at home with the Lord. But are you ready? Ask the question. We're not sure of tomorrow. Yesterday is gone. This is the day. And as far as Jesus is concerned, he would say, now is the day of salvation. Nothing we can say this morning would be of any benefit to Sister Martha. She lived her life, she made her choice, and she made her right choice. As we go to prayer now, our prayer is that God would help those of us who remain, that we would have our course set because that day is coming. If God should tarry his coming, we're going to pass the same road because it has been appointed unto us. He may see fit to come while we are alive. That would be a blessed thing to be caught up to be with him together. But God holds that in his hand. So let us go to prayer now as we ask God for guidance. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Lord, I thank you that you are in control. Thank you, dear Lord, that many years ago you sent your son into this world to die for us while we were sinners. He came and gave his life a ransom for us. And so many here this morning, perhaps all I don't know, have accepted this simple plan of salvation. If there is anyone here today who has not yet trusted Jesus Christ, I pray that he or she would do it right now because tomorrow may just be too late. Our Father, I pray especially for Karen, their Lord, the daughter, who is unable to be here because of illness. Lord, as she lies in her hospital bed, I pray that you draw near to her, that in a way that only you can comfort her, dear Lord. Thank you for her and for her testimony also. Pray, dear Lord, for Glenn, 
in these challenging times. Oh God, I pray that you would strengthen him and help him, dear Lord, that he would never lose trust. He may never understand in this life what you're working in his life. But I pray, dear Lord, that you would give him strength. And for the rest of the family, I pray the same, dear Lord. Thank you for this service today. Thank you for the life of Sister Martha. And I beg you, dear Lord, that you'd help us that as we continue to praise your name today, that we would be conscious of the fact that the next one could be one of us and that we ought to get ready to meet our Redeemer. Bless the service today, dear Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good morning, church. Heavenly Father, I rely on your strength to get through this. Discouraged Why should the shadows come And why should my heart be And yearn for heaven When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he, his eyes on the sparrow, and I know he watches. I know he watches me and so I sing Oh,
Yes, I know he watches, and I know he watches me. hadn't planned on doing this, but I'm a Pritchard. When you put a microphone in a Pritchard's hand, you got trouble. <laughs> My Uncle Earl, God bless his soul, was a preacher. But it would be remiss if I didn't say a few words on behalf of Miss Martha. First of all, I want to thank the pastors of Calvary Bible Church. All of her church friends, the backbench gang, and all of you from the congregation who prayed and visited and called and wished her good health. When you start naming people, you get in trouble. Pastor Arnett, I learned that from you, sir. Oh, by the way, Miss Martha taught Karen to make the date loaf. As soon as she's well, I will resume the... I'll make sure. But there are one or two people that I'm sure she would want me to say something. The first on my list is my Joan of Arc. And husband, husband Don. Not only for what they did for Miss Pender, but what they did for Karen, Alice and Billy. God has a special place for you. Donnell, you don't know how much she looked forward to those calls from you. Marina, every Sunday, two o'clock, she would sit by that phone waiting for Marina. Cliff, Thank you very much for looking after my mother-in-law. She loved you and your wife. Thank you very much. The Lacey family from Murphyville. As a matter of fact, all of her friends in Murphyville. Miss Moveen is gone, but they were a pair of the gang of the backseat Every Sunday morning, I pick the two of them up for church, take the two of them home. Unless something was seriously wrong, they were there every Sunday. The Winder family, Catherine Sands, these were all her friends 
outside of her family who she loved dearly. And last but not least, I want to thank the people that took care of her when she was so down. Dr. Aeneas Carey, Nurse Ring, she was here earlier, but she had to leave. Ms. Thomas, Marcy, Althea, Polly and Claudette. Thank you very much for taking care of my mother-in-law. She had the best of care. And last but not least, Kemp's Funeral Home, Diane, thank you so much for making this uh, as easy as possible. And thank you so much. In the Bible, Christ commanded us that we love one another. I thank you for loving this family. The love that this congregation has shown will always be remembered. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you, Glenn, so very much. You couldn't have chosen a more appropriate song to sing at a time like this. Kathy and I would like to expand, express our sincere Christian sympathies to the family, to Glenn and Karen, to Don and Joan, to Billy and Alice, other members of the family here in Nassau, family from Abaco. God is the God of peace and the God of all comfort. He can provide the strength and the grace that you need in the days that lie ahead. Sister Martha began attending Calvary at its inception and was a faithful member, assisting in Awana, the nursery, and other areas of ministry. She had her favorite seat, this has already been mentioned, right in the very back row, usually her and Sister Movina Malone, who's gone home as well. And I would often chat with her before the service began. She would encourage me, always, especially after I joined the church staff. When no longer able to attend church, Pastor Brian and I would visit with her at home and always enjoyed the time spent with her. She will be greatly missed. Once again this morning, we are reminded of the brevity of life. And it is the word of God that we can turn to for hope, for strength, and for encouragement. God is more than adequate for each situation and circumstance of life. The passage that I will be sharing briefly from is found in Psalm 121, verses 1 to 8. Unless the rapture occurs during our lifetime, all of us will experience death. The Bible tells us that death 
is the last enemy that will be conquered. Job 14 verses 1 and 2 tells us, Man who is born of a woman is short-lived and full of turmoil. Like a flower, he comes forth and withers. He also flees like a shadow and does not remain. And also in Psalm 39 verses 4 and 5, Lord, make me to know my end and what is the extent of my days. Let me to know how transient I am. Behold, you've made my days as hand breaths, and my life is nothing in your sight. Surely man, is, man at his best is but a mere breath. And in the Psalms, you'll see a lot of times the word selah. It occurs after that verse. It means pause, think about you, what you just read. And then in Hebrews 9 and 27, and inasmuch as it is appointed for men to die once, and after this comes the judgment. My question to all of us who are gathered there this morning, are we prepared for our appointment with death? Sister Martha was prepared because she knew Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. As we look at Psalm 21 and the eight verses that I will be sharing from, in verses 1 and 2, we are told that God is our helper. In verses 3 and 4, God is our keeper. In verses 5 and 6, God is our protector. And in verses 7 and 8, God is our preserver. Verses 1 and 2, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains, from where shall my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The psalmist does not look to creation, but to the Creator for help. He says, my help comes from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. We see complete reliance on the Lord, the one true God, the King of all creation. Question, who are we relying on today? In Hebrews 13, 5, we're told that Jesus said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. And then in Psalm 46, verses 1 and 2, God is, present tense, our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. If you go through any trouble in life, if you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and it may be very difficult and trying circumstances, particularly in the loss of a dear loved one, you go right back to verse one. God is our refuge and strength. Sister Martha had the assurance that her help came from the great creator and sustainer of the universe. He was her helper. And then in verses three and four, he will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Here we see that God is always on the job, so to speak. He never slumbers or sleeps. Of this, we can be assured. When our way becomes difficult or treacherous, we know that he is watching over us with constant care. He will not allow 
your foot to slip. He's the one in whom the believer may put unfaltering trust. He will keep us. Job, John chapter 1, 14, sorry, and verse 1 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And then in Psalm 56 and 11, In God I have put my trust. I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? Sister Martha had her assurance that her God, her helper, could be depended upon, even in difficult times. He had her unfaltering trust. He was her keeper. And then in verses 5 and 6, Psalm 121, The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. Here we have the assurance of God's unfailing protection. No matter what may distress or threaten us. He is alongside us as a bodyguard to shield his home, his shield his own from harm day or night. We have the guarantee that our protector is none other than the Lord himself. Psalm 23 and verse 4, so familiar. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 3, But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Sister Martha had the assurance that the Lord himself, sovereign God of the universe, was her bodyguard, shielding her from all evil. He was her protector. And then in verses 7 and 8 of Psalm 121, The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. In these verses, we have the assurance concerning all of life. Nothing comes into the life of the believer apart from God's permissive will. He is the preserver during the times of sickness, suffering, and death. We sometimes question why. How much more can we endure, we ask. However, it's on these occasions, if we are a trusting child of God, that we can know that God is working all things together for good in our lives. Romans 8, 28, the verse that supports that. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. In the King James, the words... Keeper, keep, sorry, keeper and preserve occur three times each in Psalm 121. Together they declare that no one is as secure as the person who has placed faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's an old hymn that we seldom hear sung, at least here at Calvary, maybe otherwise. It's called How Firm a Foundation. 
And I'd just like to quote verse 4. The soul that on Jesus hath leaned for repose, he'll never, knows never, desert to his foes. The soul, though whole hell, should endeavor to shake, he'll never, no never, no never forsake. Sister Martha had the assurance that her God protected her, that nothing happened in her life apart from his knowledge, that he overruled all things in order to accomplish his purpose. He was her preserver. Death is considered by many as the worst thing that could possibly happen to a person. These folks have no hope. How sad when there's hope for eternity through the precious Son of God, Jesus Christ. Where is your hope today? You can experience the same assurance that Sister Martha had by placing your faith and trust in the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Admit you are a sinner in need of a Savior. Believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ on your behalf. He took your place. He took my place on the cross, bearing the penalty for our sin. He was our substitute. Accept him by faith and thank him for offering himself as a sacrifice for you. I can say without contradiction that Sister Martha's desire was that all of, would, was that all of you would experience the blessed hope, the assurance of being secure in him. No one is as secure as the person who has the Lord Jesus Christ as his or her only hope. He was Sister Martha's hope, and we know from the, the assurance of God's word that she is now absent from the body and present with her Lord and Savior. If you are here this morning and don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I trust that before you pillow your head tonight, you will make that all-important decision to place faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ and be able to say with assurance, God is my helper, God is my keeper, God is my protector, God is my preserver. Very personal there, it's my. And in closing, there's an old hymn I couldn't find it in our hymn books here, but I know it's in the Redemption hymn books. It's called Be in Time, and I'd just like to quote a part of it. Life at best is very brief, like the falling of a leaf, like the binding of a sheaf. Be in time. Be in time, be in time. While the voice of Jesus calls you, be in time. If in sin you longer wait, you may find no open gate, and your cry be just too late. Be in time. God is long-suffering, and he's not willing that any should perish. God bless you.
Would you please stand with me for a time of committal? The Lord Jesus said all of the following. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment but is passed out of death into life. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I myself will raise him up on the last day. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give eternal life to them, and they shall never perish, and no one shall snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me shall live, even if he dies. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. Friends, as we have gathered here today to lay to rest dear Martha Pinder's earthly house, I want to remind us that our gathering at this time of committal is not in vain. For we have gathered here this morning on the basis of a forever sure and certain hope which is anchored to the word of the true and living God. I want to share one more passage from that word with you now. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as do the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Inasmuch as it has pleased our Lord and Heavenly Father to take from our midst by gathering to himself this one whom we dearly love, we commit her earthly house to its final resting place, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, 
a place for safekeeping only until that great trumpet day, that glorious day when the treasure we soon deposit into a vault for safekeeping is transformed and raised imperishable and glorified. Amen. Dear Lord Jesus, all that hands could do have we done. We ask you to take up and to take care. Watch over the hallowed place in holy remembrance until the promised resurrection. Bless the family that remains on earth. Secure them by your love. Instruct them by your word. Comfort them by your promises. Sustain them by your grace. Encourage them by your people. Warm them by the memories they hold dear. Heal them by your touch. Guide them by your Holy Spirit. Save them by your sacrifice. Precious Lord Jesus, in due time, send us away to our homes and to the work that awaits us in your love and in your dear name. Amen, and let it be so. Please remain standing for our closing. Thank <laughs> you.